Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 145 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Fam, you come back week after week, and we're so, so thankful. We love you. We're doing all this for you. And so thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, Why are we here? You guys know. You can know the drill. Three E's. We want to entertain, encourage, and equip you. And, you know, today I've got a treat for you. I've got a treat, but it's like the treat that keeps on treating. I don't know if that's the way to say that or not, but you know her, you love her. She puts the E in sheesh. It is big Yonce. It's like bottomless fries at Red Robin. Do you have Red Robin? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the bottomless you fries. Garlic fr- you get the garlic fries or the regular fries? The regular fries and then that seasoning they have on the table. Oh yeah. They sell yeah, that. Yeah, Did yeah. you know that? You can buy that yeah. seasoning. Chick-fil-A some- also, you can also buy the Chick-fil-A sauce too at your grocery store. We do have Chick-fil-A okay, sauce. Okay, yeah, guys, I'm just here to help you. I don't I don't know if we've, t- we've probably talked about it. I got a little bit of an Amazon problem, and the problem is that I order a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so I've ordered, I yeah, I made, I made a mistake in the how much Chick-fil-A sauce I ordered. So mm. I have a lot of it, those big squeeze the bottles. bottles. I have, yeah, I have a lot of it. Did you so see that meme we, that was going around? Everything. Someone put the squeeze bottles of Chick-fil-A sauce in one of those like chocolate fountains. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a Chick Fil A sauce fountain. That's fantastic. <laughs> blind memeing the blind posted that. But anyway, yeah, here I am. Here I am. That was quite the uh, little uh, off road. I think everyone's getting used to that with me now. That's what I'm here for, you guys. So good. So good. So oh man. So here's what we're going to be doing today. We are going to share some resources with you guys. We're going to share some laughs with the ever popular segment of prayer concerns, and then. Brian and I are going to be sliding into the DMs. We've got two really great questions that have come through that we are going to be tackling to the best of our ability. But before we get to all of that, Brian, will you take just a moment, tell our listeners about our incredible sponsor, Planning Center? I'd love to. I'd love to. So I've told you before, Planning planning Center revolutionized the way I did ministry. And it can do that for you too. So they have a free app for your congregation. If you use Planning Center applications, you can give the people in your church access to an app where they can connect to the life of your church by checking in their families, by giving, joining groups, managing uh, their own personal profile. So you can you can see pictures of them. You know who they are. You know, some churches, it's hard to remember everybody's names and names and faces and all that. Uh, they can register for events. It's like a one-stop shop for your church. So you can learn more at planningcenter.com slash church dash center. Check them out. Check them out. We love them. We love them. It was fun last week, man. It was. You could see Aaron from Planning Center up there playing the keys in the in the band at the Experience Conference. And it, was that like the ultimate flex or was it just me? He's up there playing keys and then the dude just comes down. It's like, oh, I'm Aaron from Planning Center. I'm like, really? Right. Really? And, and here's on. the deal. Have you ever heard him sing? No. 
Unreal, man. Is is that a is that a app or a tab on Planning Center that <laughs> that's Aaron's? right? It make you sound like Aaron. Right, uh, yeah. He's making a he's recording a Christmas record right now. Really? Yeah, put me down, wow. man. I want man, a copy. Man, I did it almost when I saw him just cruising through the the uh, the conference. I almost stopped and was like, "Hey, so I hear uh, <laughs> here you can sing, drop some bars." Right, exactly. Let's hear it. <laughs> Hit us with some tones. Let me hear man. it. <laughs> I, but well, <laughs> being a stranger, I don't think he would have responded well to that. <laughs> you guys, we had the best time at Experience Conference last week. Yep. Uh, we worshipped. We studied the Word. We learned. We we hung with. Mm-hmm. Fellow listeners and uh, followers of the account, we there was a little park time. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. it's at Walt Disney World, so of course we we enjoyed the parks. It's team um, building, okay? We it's were team, team building, team right? Building. We had a worship leader probs hang on opening night after the main session. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Yonsei provided WLP lanyards yep. for yeah. everyone who came. It was so cool. Yeah. Chris McClarney joined us. Scott Longyear, fresh off the platform from his opening night sesh. Yeah. He uh, he joined us. It was just so cool. It was. Met people from all over the place, man. Yeah, it was really great. Okay, so Brian and I will we'll, we'll admit this now that it's over. We can say this, but we were both secretly scared that like two people were going to show up. They'd be like, Kim, your wife, and... Uh, <laughs> You know, we were both nervous because we were like, what if people don't want to come to this? So I exactly. was blown yeah. away. I was blown away by how many people uh, awesome. came over. Did you get any fu- funny comments from people? When I met someone I met last week was like, you're taller than I thought. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, what are you? Six, four, six, five. Yeah. Yeah. A little, yeah. No, five, nice. five, six. It's just like, I'm not, it's not even like I'm that tall. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm like, oh, all right. Oh, it was just great, man. Yeah. We, we we got to connect with so many people from around the country and it it it's the coolest thing to be standing at the, the WLP table in the vendor area and mm-hmm. to have somebody come up and say, Hey, I'm here because I heard about Experience Conference on the podcast. So yeah. guys, thanks for investing in your ministry and for all of the churches that that up the ante to help you get there. Mm-hmm. Super grateful for that. It was awesome. Uh, Daniel Gorley launched Free Church AV Season 3 while yeah. we were there. Uh, you got to be in it to win it. So make sure you check out uh, freechurchav.com. Uh, go follow Five Words Media on the socials. You got to be in it to win it. Mm-hmm. If they're going to give away a system valued up to $200,000. You got and nothing so to lose. Go for it. You got nothing to lose. You might as well try it. Yep. Um, guys, we have, uh, have you ever heard of Logos Bible Software? Yeah, I have. I've heard it's it, incredible. So my wife has it. It is unbelievable. Wow, yeah. Uh, unbelievable way to study the Bible. If you're a person who prepares messages or teachings, like it is, it's your right-hand man. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, it's like a staff of, of 10 just, you know, right on your computer. And so we are, we're, we're not announcing it yet, but we have some announcements coming about a partnership with Logos Bible Software. So stay tuned. That's awesome. That's yeah, really, really so awesome. That's it's really be fun. fun. Yeah, I can't wait to hear. Lots of fun. Can't wait to hear more of that. Well, you, do you know what else is awesome? What's that? Do you know what else is lots of fun? What's that? Brian, I think it is time for prayer concerns. Guys, 
This is one of my favorite moments of every week, reading these prayer concerns and just imagining you sitting in your car or on the treadmill or wherever you're listening and, and imagining your reactions to some of these. So here's what a prayer concern is. If you, if you don't know and you just found us, where you been? Right. Right. This is episode 145. You got lots of opportunities to go back and listen now because mm-hmm. we've been doing this a while and we've shared prayer concerns on all of them. So here's, here's the deal. Every church has a response device of some kind. Often it will say in one section, how can we pray for you? Sometimes people put prayer requests there. Oftentimes they put criticisms there or something they're not happy with about the job you're doing or the lights being out in the bathroom or the corn, the allergy being aggravated by the hazer or whatever. So they might use your live stream chat or a Google review. Um, People send these in from all over. So you, you should send yours in too. Mm -hmm. It's we, we never share your name or your church's name. You can go to worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab uh, and send yours in. We have a uh, have a nice grouping of prayer concerns. I today, can't wait. So. I wish everybody could see your face. I really <laughs> wish because the anticipation right now is killing me because I can read it all over. <laughs> I know I'm doing it totally wrong, but I'm oh. sort of trying to learn that TikTok move with the arms. I don't know. Yep. I know I'm doing it wrong. No, you nailed it. it Do it again. Did I? No, I'm not doing it again. <laughs> Okay, let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. Why do you guys play music while praying? No one can focus. I put a little stank on that one when I read it because that's how I imagined it. That's how I imagined them saying it. Oh, man. No no one can focus. No one can. No one. No one. Absolutely nobody can focus. Absolutely no one. That's... <laughs> that would be known as like kitchen sinking. Your worship pastor, you're throwing everything in and Every, the kitchen yep, sink, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Number two, prayer concern number two. I didn't get chills today. <laughs> <laughs> oh is this gosh. is this a, is this a comment about the temperature in the room? Is, is this an expectation in is worship? That- Exactly. Well, Are we I, here? Di- I didn't get chills today. Wow. <sighs> didn't get chills just, today. We could so actually, sorry. let's branch off and have an entire discussion about that. Because, right? Oh my That's, that would be a, like if we had a segment, like a, some kind of a soapbox segment, that would be a <laughs> perfect place to insert it. I think, I think something like that is in the works. And that is what we call mm-hmm. a tease yeah. in the business. <laughs> Um, okay. Prayer concern number three, prayer concern number three. I am the worship pastor at a large church and a while back we had a bass player on our team who loved to wear funny shirts on stage. It wasn't a big deal until one weekend. It kind of was a big deal. And he wore an innocent shirt that says all about that bass. I thought nothing of it until an angry lady came up to me after service and began laying into me about how could I allow someone to wear such a tasteless shirt on stage. I was so confused, but I still managed to apologize, and I told her I would look into it. Um, I didn't think it was that big a deal, so I kind of brushed it off and focused on the, uh, the, next, the next service. Once the next service started, I immediately realized what she and probably many others were seeing from their perspective. It turns out the strap on the bass player's guitar perfectly covered the the letter B <laughs> in bass, indicating 
a totally, you know, it was a totally different shirt, totally different meaning there. So, and to this, and I, you know, he realized that at the beginning of this set, and he said, to this day, that was the longest set of my entire life. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh gosh, that's so perfect. <laughs> oh my lord. Oh, no wonder people are offended. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's, yeah, that really changes oh, the meaning. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Although yeah. there is a song because I thought you were going to go toward them looking up googling the song all about oh, that yeah. bass, no and trouble. that song is also referring to yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, right, so. Right. <laughs> Uh, oh man! There you go, fam. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we could we could pray the benediction and go home after that, but <laughs> yeah. wait, there's more. There's more. Uh, prayer concern number four. Number four. A senior lady came up to me after church and, in a really loud voice, was kind of screaming at me. The music is way too loud. You need to turn it down. After she finished shouting at me, I noticed a really high pitch squeal coming from her ears. So I said to her. Did something change this week or is it always loud? She said, it's usually fine. Then she paused to think while the squeal continued. After an extremely awkward pause, she said, well, I did just get new hearing aids. <laughs> They're working great. They are doing the job. Top notch. Those are doing the they job. <laughs> You know, I just thought of, you know what worship leaders should carry around to people? They should carry around some like little knobs, just like a fake. So when people like turn the music down, just go, oh, let me just, there hey, you go. We should sell that. There, we it could. could be in the in could. the fluffy stuff line <laughs> yes. from last week. Fluffy stuff line. <laughs> the fluffy stuff oh, line. Man. Okay, number five, prayer concern number five. This is the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup. And it said, I hated your newcomer gift, so I gave it back. Why would you put a book in there? You need to put a pen in there. She was the 13th cent pen. <laughs> Not much of a fan Not, of reading. No. Apparently. Mm -mm. Why would you put a book in there? Yeah, a pen. Can I also get a <laughs> gift card to Starbucks too? If we're are we customizing these newcomer gifts? I just <laughs> I hated it, so I gave it, it back. Take it back. Oh, fam. Oh. So those are prayer concerns. Uh, you you did so well this week, fam. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please continue to send yours in. Uh, you can DM them to us on Instagram or go to worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the worship, uh, click on the prayer concerns tab. And uh, again, you'll always be anonymous. Never share your name or your church's name. Well, we've got some exciting questions to answer today. So let's head into the last segment that we call sliding into the DMs. Guys, our DMs are always open, and uh, we we love connecting with you. Uh, we really do. And so we've got a couple of uh, DMs that have come in, and we want to try to tackle them, okay? So um, we got this. Uh, this was a DM on Instagram, um, and it says, uh, how do... How do those of us who are like under worship leaders, like we're serving on the team or helping to support the leader, but the leader has been uh, discouraged by the culture of the staff at the church where they're serving. So like serving with a worship leader who's been wounded or, mm. yeah, yeah. Oof, the heavy lift. You couldn't warm us up with something mm, light. Exactly. You just went <laughs> straight for the 50s. We don't have fives. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Well, uh, in an odd turn of events, <laughs> I beat you to it. Gosh. Brian, he has graciously offered to bestow some wisdom oh, man. upon us. That That's a heavy question. That's a heavy, that's a really heavy question. And here's the thing. I think it's probably all too common, way more common than anybody wants to admit. And um, here's the deal, guys, Jen and I, we're volunteers. So everything we do for worship leader probs, we do as volunteers. Mm -hmm. And I want to tell you, I've said this before, however much time you think it takes to run the Instagram account, multiply that by a hundred. Yeah. Okay. We have this wonderful street team. Uh, they help us. They're amazing people. Mm -hmm. um, but they, they, that's just one part of it. So yeah. you've got the podcast, you've got TikTok, you've got Facebook, all that kind of stuff. So it is uh, living the life of a worship leader, we hear this, we hear this question a lot is what I'm trying to say in all the avenues that people communicate to us. Um, if you, we love the local church, mm -hmm. right? We're doing all this because we love the local church. It's the bride of Christ. We want to see it. We want to entertain you. And then we want to get to the encouragement and the yes. equipping. And so yeah. that's why we're doing all this that I, I could have said that very uh, much in a much shorter way. But why would I do that? Right, you know, yeah. often I'll you say, you. Uh, you do you, Brian. I'll talk for 10 minutes and Jen will go balance, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. So, yeah. So, um, you know, the, the church has come, we've come through a, a battle, mm -hmm. you know, these last, I don't even know a better word to describe what the last two years have been is a, is a battle. Um, but even in normal circumstances, you know, serving in a creative field, um, in the age of social media where um, you know, you can read things or see things that may not always, you know, fit that encourage one another and build each other up. Um, it's, man, this is a, this is a hard time. You're finding lots of worship leaders who are, uh, discouraged, yeah. wounded. I know that DM talks about specifically wounded by the staff culture. So, mm. um, you know, we've talked a lot with Scott when he's on about how to, how to help specifically the relationship with the senior pastor. But, you know, some of the churches in, in around the world now, multi-staff, like it's a complicated mm -hmm. organization, right. reporting streams and all kinds of stuff. And so, man, how do you, how would you, how would you answer that, Jen? How do you support a leader who's, who's serving in a culture that seems to have wounded them? Well, I think first of all, did you see what I did there? I did see what you did. I I've noted it <laughs> mentally. We'll talk about it later <laughs> offline. No, I'm sorry. Uh, if you're in church for any amount of time, you're gonna get hurt. Yeah, you true. just are because it's it's filled with imperfect people, which you we are also imperfect. So we are also going to hurt people, mm -hmm. most likely mm -hmm. unintentionally. And so, what it sounded like with this is they're supporting a leader above them who is feeling really wounded and hurt by the by the culture. Um, it's hard to kind of dive into it a little bit just because we don't know many details, but I will say this. A couple things that are really important is, you know, where there's woundedness, God always wants to bring healing. Amen. So I would say yeah. to this person that, you know, it, it's okay if they're kind of being a sounding board, but um, mm. if their leader is opening up to them to make sure that they are helping to encourage their leader toward healing, encourage their leader toward, okay, 
Do conversations need to happen? You know, what needs to be done to help bring healing? Because at the end of the day, like the team is only going to be as healthy as the leader. And so, um, you know, helping that leader kind of go, what, what needs to be done? Or is it a situation where there's just, this is the church culture and, and this leader needs to maybe get before the Lord and wrestle it out. I know that there's been times in my life where, you know, it, where I've kind of like wrestled with the culture and gone, okay, it's not my place to change the culture. So God either change my heart or change where I'm at, you know, that kind of a thing, mm-hmm. you know? So I think the leader may be getting before the Lord and doing some praying. And then this person even helping to pray and support the leader through prayer. Uh, I know my personal life, let's just get real and vulnerable here. There's been times where um, I've felt hurt by church culture, but sometimes it's not specifically the culture I'm currently in that's hurting me, it's that something is happening that's triggering a wound from a previous culture. And it's hitting oh, on it's hitting on a little bit of a sore spot. And so it's yeah. not even so much what's currently happening, but there's a wound there in the history and it's reminding me of that. And so I automatically go to that far wounded place. And sometimes I have to like get before the Lord, talk some things out to kind of go, okay, this is not that same place. This is not the same mm-hmm. thing that's happening. It's it's pricked at a wound that's there that obviously needs a little bit more healing because wounds yeah, are yeah. wounds are like onions. There's just layers and layers. And yep, yep, you, you'll absolutely. think, hey, we're good. And then something else will happen in that, oh, there's another layer of the healing. But I would say for this, this particular person, helping to encourage their leader toward healing, whatever it can look like, you know, and supporting them through that, you know, not just being a venting place and not just being a safe place for them to kind of air all of the grievances. Because again, it, this particular leader doesn't sound like they have any power to uh, help bring healing toward it. They don't have the power to help affect change in it. And ultimately, if you want healing and and things to be fixed, you got to go to the people who have the ability to help affect change and healing and restoration yeah. and that sort of a thing. Man, but, that's good. That's good. I Yeah, I think in that situation, you know, being the best teammate, the best friend you can be, you know, obviously in appropriate ways and with appropriate boundaries and all those things. But, um, I, I would, I would venture to say we would be stunned. Maybe we'll put a poll on the account. You know, we've been doing a lot of, uh, questy polls, yeah. uh, in the story and about, you know, how, how would you, how would you describe your health? I think this is mm. a, you know, in church wide, I, I think this is a, this is a con- conversation that we're not great at having, no. um, you know, even things that can border on, uh, you know, mental health and mm-hmm. the things that lead to good mental health, the things that, that are not conducive to, to good mental health, you mm-hmm. know, in, in, in the church at large, I think we're really good at adding things. We're not good at taking away things. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I've, I don't know that I've ever talked to a leader who leads teams of people who felt like they had every single person they need, mm-hmm. whether they're a volunteer or you're in a, the size of a church where there's paid staff, right. whatever that is. I don't think you've ever. And so, you know, all, you know, those are things that can, that can lead into, into, into wounds. I, I think you're exactly right. You know, conversations about, about health are not always easy to have. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to show your boss, whether it's a senior pastor or a board or an executive pastor, whatever it is, you want to, you want to show them you're up to the challenge. Yeah. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to plant a seed or well, maybe they're, 
maybe they, they can't do this job or maybe yep. this job is above them or whatever. Yeah. And so I know that takes a lot of vulnerability, but you know, cult, and it, and it also goes back to cultivating relationships with the people that you work with and the people that you're over, that are over you. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked to before with Scott about connecting with your senior pastor and what to do when that relationship is broken. I think, I think it takes time. Um, I'm never, and a, a guy who would quickly jump to you need to find a new place to serve. Right. I think that's your last your last straw, and you do those kinds of things through <clears throat> prayer and study and and you know counsel with trusted friends and mentors and people who are people who have access to your life. Mm-hmm. They have your best interest involved. Um, you know, if you if you're in a situation where you've tried everything that you can, and it's and it maybe perhaps it just isn't a good match. Yeah. Um, then I think you do everything you can to finish as well and strongly as you can yeah. and look for the next season of where God wants to take you. Yeah. I do think this is a conversation we as a church have to become better about having. One, leaders, we've got to make sure that we don't muddy the waters for people around us in our woundedness and in our hurt. Let's not muddy the waters for everybody around us. But I think that we have to get better as the big C church having conversations because I know there's a very real fear. Like if I go, you know, I'm saying I as like maybe that person writing. Um, <clears throat> if you could go to your leadership and express concerns or, you know, things you see, you know, sometimes some church cultures are so quick to label you know, you're a complainer, you're this, you're that, you know, yeah. uh, almost to a level, it's like, you know, we should be able to bring concerns and, yeah. you know, we should be able to bring concerns in a way where it's like, Hey, I want this. <laughs> I want to see this succeed. I'm not, I'm not being nitpicky. And that's where we also have to kind of check our hearts too, to make sure we aren't just um, being critical of the church. But at the same time, it's like, we've got to get better about having this conversation because yes, we do. it's vulnerable and it's real and we all have weaknesses we all do, and we're all going to go through times where maybe something um, is harder to cope with at, at others. And if we're not a safe place, if the church is not a safe place, especially for leaders and staff members and pastors, I mean, what are we doing? Yeah, you know, what are yeah. we doing? Absolutely, your staff members are a resource right. that God has given you. Yeah, yeah, and steward those just like you steward every resource that God has given you. Yep. Yep. Um, and, and yeah, you know, if you're a staff member and you're listening to this and you're in a place where you, f- you feel wounded, mm-hmm. you don't feel like there's anybody in your current situation that you can talk to, um, send us a DM, send us a DM mm-hmm. or email us at info at worshipleaderprobs.com. And we'll do everything we can to connect you with somebody who will yeah. help you work through that. Yeah. yeah. And I think this is just another reminder to constantly be praying, constantly be praying yeah, for your absolutely. for your you know leaders and the and the staff at your church and your pastors and elder. Every let's just be constantly praying because again, everybody in the midst of your church pressures, you have like you know your regular life pressures. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And it can all spill over and feed into each other. So let's just remember sure to pray for each other. Amen. Man. Amen. That's good. That's a conversation we need to keep having. And mm-hmm. uh, hopefully we can keep having it here as well and, and provide some helpful, yeah. uh, helpful checkpoints. Um, okay. We got another DM uh, this week that was uh, really interesting. I don't think we've ever gotten this DM or a DM like it before. So this is from, from a person who works as an admin 
uh, in the worship ministry. It's a brand new position. It's a multi-campus church. Um, and this person was saying, I'm building this position kind of from the ground up. Uh, what, what would you, what help, helpful hints or advice or, uh, any, any kind of wisdom we, we might have uh, wow. for how to, how to structure that, uh, how to structure that type of a position in a, in a worship ministry so that you can, uh, you can really position things for growth and, and development. And so, man, I would say, um, as I, uh, have talked with those kinds of people in my career, I've been really blessed to serve with some amazing, uh, amazing people. Uh, I talk a lot about, uh, details yeah. about how that is a, that is a job of details. Mm -hmm. And, um, if you're supporting someone who is mm -hmm. trying to lead a worship ministry that involves multiple campuses, um, those details, uh, start to become exponential because you're sending teams to multiple places and rehearsal times and lyrics. And, and if you're using charts or planning center, iPads or whatever you're using, you know, there's so, so many details. Mm -hmm. And so I always, I would say, you know, find a super detailed person, uh, to serve in that role. I would say communication is absolutely essential you know, good planning, good communication, good details. Th those are those are a really good place to start, mm -hmm. in my yeah opinion. Yeah, what would you I was going to say you got to be super organized, super mm, duper gosh, organized. Yes. I'm old school. I write stuff down. I just because sometimes yeah. if I put stuff in my phone, I just forget. I have to do's yeah, in yeah. my uh, <laughs> in the notes of my iPhone that frequently sit there for weeks. So I would say uh, writing these down, but prioritizing. Because a lot of times, in especially in ministry, everything feels urgent. Everything can really everything. feel urgent. Yeah. yeah. And so I think um, as this person settles into this role, uh, really learning to prioritize, like, okay, what are the, we've got to get this done, you know, certain days of the week. Um, I mean, I know I do that with like, okay, on this day, I've got to have X, Y, and Z done. Then the next day I can go and, you know, hit these things that weren't quite um, as high on the priority list. So I would say learning to prioritize what's most important um, because that's what should get most of the energy. Um, like you said, details, organizing, communicating, um, so and then important. even finding things that you can put in place where you don't have to do the same thing every single week. So like, um, I don't know if you do this in planning center. So we have, you know, you have your songs, you have your files where you can upload all your files, but there's notes. And so what um, I've done in the notes section is I write vocal direction out for the song. So like verse one is the lead, you know, chorus. We bring in an alto harmony with melody, that kind of thing. So that's a one and done job. So then when those song, that song gets scheduled again, the notes are there. So that's not something that I have to repeatedly send out to people. Hey, here's what you're singing and where. Check the notes, It's man. It's in there. Yeah, check the notes. It's in there. So I would even say looking for um, just different things that you can one and done, set it up, and it's always there. Because then that's just something you get to check off your list, you know, mm -hmm. going forward. Lots of organization, though. That's absolutely. <clears throat> so I I have a wonderful lady named Sarah who works with me in in the office, and uh, she is a is a person who has uh, you know lots of kids mm -hmm. uh, at home and and lots of demands on her life, and and she's also not a musician. And so here she finds herself as an admin in a musical, yeah. like the worship department. So, how, you know, she's like, I don't know anything about music. And I, I was like, here's the deal. You're not, I'm not, I don't need you to plan sets. I don't need you to, mm -hmm. you know, write 
chord charts. I don't need you to do anything. Everything you need to know about music, I can teach you. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do need is the detail side and the organization side and all those things. And so, right. yeah, man, I, I went to uh, went to the old interwebs and pulled off a key signature chart for her mm-hmm. so that she knows if I say, um, hey, I'm in a meeting, but can you plug can you can you plug this song into Planning Center in the key of A or whatever? She can go to her chart and she knows what A looks like. You wow. know, it's the one with three sharps, and um, and so she's she's done a, a fantastic job of learning the musical stuff that she needs to know to really support mm-hmm. uh, the department well. Right. Um, I find with a multi-campus church, just having somebody who can kind of go behind me and go behind our production director, Kyle, and Mm -hmm. make sure that the spots are filled at all the campuses. Mm -hmm. Like that sounds like a really rudimentary thing, but you know, like every week I'm right now I'm planning for three campuses. Mm -hmm. So there is a chance I'm going to miss like who's playing communion at our, our impact Fairfax campus. I might, I might miss that. Uh, and, And Sarah will walk in and say, Hey, I just need to know who you want to play play communion over there, and I'll I'll plug it in for you. Mm-hmm. You know, having somebody who can it really is a it really is a job of details. When mm-hmm. I when when college students talk to me about what is it like to be a worship pastor or a worship leader in the local church, I'll 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 start with what it isn't like. Like I don't sit around and listen to music all day. Right. Um, I don't uh, I don't you know play my instrument all day. I don't sing all day. What I do all day is I do lots of planning. Mm-hmm. I do lots of scheduling. I do lots of managing. Yeah. I do pastoring as well, pastoring my team. Mm-hmm. But there are lots and lots of details. And so I always tell them, find the best administrative person that you can find mm-hmm. and shadow them. Mm-hmm. Shadow them for a week, two weeks, however long they'll let you uh, hang around. Watch them watch them plan an event or work through a process or watch how they approach the details. And like Jen said, don't be afraid to write it down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Sarah carries around a, a little notebook with her everywhere she goes. And um, if I, if we're walking somewhere together or we will have a meeting in my office, she's writing down, yeah. uh, you know, the, the stuff. And um, yeah, the multi, the multi-campus stuff is, uh, is really cool and it's amazing to see God using it, mm-hmm. but the way it changes the details of your job is, uh, yeah. it can be a little mind blowing. That's yeah. for sure. And you said something there. She has conversation with you. I was to say, go to the you know the worship leader, you know the production director, whoever it is that you're helping to serve, and ask questions. What do you yep. need? What's most important? I would even say uh, include them in that setting of the priorities list because you might think one thing is you know, drastically important. And the worship pastor or leader might go, no, 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 this is what's most important. So I would say have those conversations, clarifying questions. Um, that way you can uh, execute really well. Absolutely. Make a checklist, yeah. you know, that that's, again, that sounds rudimentary and you probably won't need it forever. Mm-hmm. But if you're just getting started out, make a checklist. Yeah. Like these are the things that I need to make sure uh, before I leave on my last day in the office during the week, I need to make sure this list, every box is checked. Yep. And then give yourself a Reese's Pieces cup at the end to reward yourself. Right, exactly. Did you check, High five. You check them all off? <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> oh, so that's it. That's sliding into the DMs, fam. Thank you so much for listening. 
Hey, remember to hit subscribe um, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. That way they show up bright and early for you on Tuesday morning. You don't have to remember to go look it up. It's just sitting there waiting for you. And if you would do us a favor, go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating with a nice review. Drop some kind words in there. That just helps to get the message of the podcast out in front of more people. It helps with the algorithm because we believe this is something that adds value to people's lives. So we want to see it go further and further. And hey, thanks for following us on all of the socials and for interacting with us at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We absolutely are having a blast with you guys. And you can even find us over on Twitter if you dig through all of the... All the political All mess. the political trash that's <laughs> over there. Just search the hashtag Worship Leader Probs and you'll find us. Absolutely. And she's hit the nail on the head, man. We love engaging with you all. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to highlight um, our friends at Maven Media Productions because they're unbelievable. Yeah. And uh, everything you see with, related to the podcast, all the audio editing and the, the images and the videos and all the stuff you see there, that all comes from Maven. And uh, what they're doing for us, they could do for you or your ministry, your company, your church. You need help with uh, designing a logo or a social media plan or branding, whatever it is, consulting, mavenmediaproductions.com. That's your place to go. Uh, they're amazing people and they would love to help. And uh, thanks to my friend Scott Hoke for our voiceover intro. Guys, we love you. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, deuces. Smell you later.